afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across the nation and around the world. Welcome, welcome back to Courtside Heat, the podcast edition. And I am alongside tonight the pod father himself, the man that Adrian Wojnarowski only dreams that he should be, Josh. Josh, how are you, pal? I'm doing good. How are you doing? You know, if I was doing any better, I'd have to be twins. You know what I mean? Yes, it's last time and now. No, it's not. <laughs> it's all right. I totally understand. <laughs> but it is still very true. Guys, thank you so much for hanging in there with us. If you're listening to us the very first time, cool. Love having you. For those of you that have been listening to us for a while, oops. All right. Life got busy. What can we say? And the NBA season's a long season. Every once in a while pretty much consistently with us. We have tendency to take a little bit of time off, but we are back better than ever, going stronger than ever. This site is blowing up. The store is blowing up, and we are so happy to be back with the podcast edition. We got a chock full episode for this pod like you can't believe, but before we even get started out of the gate, I got breaking news before we talk about anything. Huge breaking news. You may be shocked to find this out. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is the biggest story this basketball season. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm sure. But are you sure? Oh, I'm really ready. Are you sure that you're sure? Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure. Okay, here it is. Stan Van Gundy is still an idiot. (laughs) Hashtag... Stan Van Gundy, idiot. So all of you out there in the Twitter sphere, in the Facebook machine, the parlor thing, the Instagrammer, the Roombler, and the YouTubler machine, hashtag Stan Van Gundy is an idiot, hashtag breaking news. That seems like pretty reasonable breaking news to me. You can report that on any given day. Oh, and ESPN is still woke. With all of that being said, with all of that being said, you guys know where to find us, right? If you don't know by now, how the heck did you get here in the first place then? You know where to find us, twitter.com slash courtsideheat, facebook.com slash courtsideheat, parlor.com, which we dominate parlor. We absolutely dominate the NBA Basketball coverage on Parlor. Nobody does it better than Courtside Heat. That's parlor.com slash Courtside Heat. Uh, if you're not there, that means you hate freedom. If you are there, you understand what it is to love and appreciate freedom. Instagram.com, the Courtside Heat. What is it? Uh, co- uh, it's just at Courtside Heat NBA. So Instagram.com slash Courtside Heat NBA. The Rumble. Dot com. That's Rumble for you idiots out there. Rumble.com slash Courtside Heat. YouTube.com slash Courtside Heat. Linktree. Are you still doing the Linktree thing? Yes, I'm still doing the Linktree thing. It's got to update it. It's been tough. Okay. So for old news, but long form story, still very good. Linktree.com slash Courtside Heat. If you're on Tumblr, we own the NBA space in Tumblr. Legit. Tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R, tumblr.com slash 
courtside heat. And for all the very best, the late-breaking news, the in-depth articles, the analysis, the podcast, everything can be found at the mothership, courtsideheat.com. That said, you guys know the deal. You guys know the deal. What drives this ship? It is the best of the best in products, merchandise related to old school, new school, and everything in between. You can find that at courtsideheat.com slash, is it store or shop? Uh, slash shop. And then if they want to go right to the Macari machine, it's courtsideheat.store. We'll take them directly to it, right? Why don't, you look at the, why don't you look that on your phone? Yeah. But anyway, as, as, as Josh is looking that up, it's been a while, folks. We're even forgetting our own shtick. It's how long it's been. It's unbelievable. But look, from PSA graded cards, we got it. We got it. Well, what is it? Oh, oh yeah, we're right. It was um, courtsheat.store. Courtsideheat.store gets you the Macari machine. We're also on eBay. We're starting to get back on eBay again, right? We love Macari, but we're also on eBay too. Court or it's just eBay.com. Throw in Courtside Heat wherever you do on the eBay machine, and and you're going to be fine. Starting lineup figures, PSA cards. We still got another Jason Tatum card, PSA graded nine. Oh yeah, PSA graded nine Jason Tatum card. Unbelievable. We're we get a Jordan, we sell a Jordan. It just doesn't last. We get a Jordan, we sell a Jordan. It's just, it's unbelievable. I think we still got some more Jordan cards left. We, um, we've been doing a lot of really cool things with, with pack openings. We got the sickest, most rare card. This is coming from the Mark Jackson with the Mendez brothers. It is. What's, what's that from? Um, it's from the 1990 NBA Hoops Collection. 1990 NBA Hoops Collection, Mark Jackson with the New York Knicks. And you're like... Why would I want a Mark Jackson card? Well, if you don't know who Mark Jackson is, first of all, you're a moron. Second of all, he's a St. John's, New York playground legend. He used to coach uh, the Golden State Warriors. Why would you want a Mark Jackson card? Well, you wouldn't, but you want this one. Yeah, because if you get if you get a PSA 10 one, no joke, those have sold for over $100 or $200. PSA 10 or PSA 9. But what makes it so special is, is the Mendez brothers. Now, for most of you out there listening right now, sitting in your mother's basement, the Mendez brothers were probably before you were even born, or even a thought to your daddy at that point. These two kids, unfortunately, brutally murdered and killed their family out in California. It was on the same level as the O.J. Simpson trial, Eric and Lyle Mendez. Here's the deal. They happened to be sitting courtside at Madison Square Garden behind Mark Jackson. They got included in the card. Boom. We also got a Luka Doncic card from the Goodwin Collection. We got a LeBron James card from the the Goodwin Collection. What's so cool about the Goodwin Collection is we get everything. We got boxers. We got MMA fighters. We got professional billiards players. For you midgets, that's pool players. Um, what else do we have? Uh, we've got professional musicians and YouTubers. There you go. The Goodwill Collection is really kind of cool, and, and we like, Josh and I like to go out, go in the search, see if we can find these packs. And if you're the pigs out there 
that are just buying all the packs when they go to the store, screw you, all right? That's just rude for everybody else. Don't be a pig. Leave leave a little bit for everyone. But it's really kind of fun. So, look, we got we got a selection of stuff that, that's absolutely ridiculous. But we got something really unique. Now, listen closely, kids. Come on. Stop what you're doing. Listen really closely. There's a lot of you out there that happen to want to be on the right side of history or the wrong side of history. But here's one thing that we know is that history always proves. What we also want to know, or what we also know is, is that everybody wants to be a part of this gig economy. People want to have the ability to start a business online, like Courtside Heat, right? Now, you may not have, you know, the, the ability to write two, three articles every day, uh, break news on the NBA, do all the social media, do the videos, do the podcast, but you got a passion. Maybe you got a message. Maybe you want to start a business. Well, right now, right now, excuse you, right now, I can't believe you did that, Josh. What? Right now, exclusively, if you go to History Proves, so H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, like mostly, you know, the things that Democrats deny, History Proves, P-R-O-V-E-S, HistoryProves.com, you got the opportunity to buy the domain that comes with like all the social media handles, everything. And one of the things that we've been doing as a company is that we're investing more and more in websites and domains in addition to all the sports memorabilia. Here's the one thing that I know that you know. People want to make money online. And the one thing that Joshua has proven is, is that content is king. And if you have a website that is chock full of content, it doesn't even have to be great content because I know most of you can't read or write. But let's assume for a second you find somebody on Fiverr that can help you with that. It's cool. You can still be a business owner. Historyproves.com. Historyproves.com is for sale right now. You can build an amazing site. Control the narrative. It doesn't matter where you fall, right? We're not here to judge, you know, if you're left and you're an idiot or if you're, you know, on the right wing and, you know, you're smart, intelligent, successful, hardworking, have a future, morals, ethics, or you're the other people. It doesn't matter, right? You control the narrative as you see fit. This is a really, all joking aside, this is a really cool opportunity. Historyproves.com can be one of those things that you buy it to build it for yourself. You can buy it to build it to sell. It's an amazing opportunity for people that want to be an entrepreneur, that want to have their voice heard beyond the Twitter sphere, beyond Instagram, just beyond social media. And you want to do something special and unique online. And you know you want to do something. Maybe it's about current events and relating current events back to history. Or maybe you just want to document history as it's unfolding daily in front of our eyes. Guys, putting basketball aside for a second and all the jokes about left, right, and in between, forget all that. It doesn't matter your age. History is literally being written every day. There's no time in anybody that's existed on this earth, except for Jesus, has history evolved so quickly than today. 
And History Proofs could be one of those landmark websites that allows people to understand past, present, and possibly future events, and you control that narrative. And that's a huge deal. It's a big deal. So historyproofs.com, if you go to that URL right now as we're talking, you can get all the information on, on the site, the handles, the domain, everything's being sold. And the truth of the matter is, there really is no site. We didn't want to build out this site thinking that, oh, geez, they did it this way. I want to do it this way. It's not for me. That's not what we intended. We just wanted to put a page up, have people the opportunity to comment on it, ask some questions, move forward with the purchase. This is your chance to be an entrepreneur and to do something special and unique with it. Anything you want to add on History Proofs? Yeah, it's, a, it's an incredible opportunity because, like you were saying, if you don't know where to begin with a business, we have it with you. You got the domain, you got the logo, you got the header for all social media. We've gone out and got every single social media that will help your business, help this domain succeed in the business world. So this is a great opportunity for for. Mm. For, for whoever wants it. I think this is just incredible. Yeah, no, right on, man. I, I absolutely agree with you. And it's, look, it's really cool. Historyproofs.com. So historyproofs, and that's that's plural on the end of proof. So historyproofs, H-I-S-T-O-R-Y-P-R-O-V-E-S.com. Historyproofs.com. Go check it out. Look, we're almost 14 minutes into the program, the big show. Now, it's time to get into a little basketball. We're going to cover some breaking news. We're going to cover some topics. Obviously, we're going to cover some trades. We're going to talk about where we are. It's been a little while. The All-Star Game sucked this year. But anyway, topic number one, breaking news, your boy. <laughs> your boy. No, not Stan Van Gundy. Oh, boy. Your boy, Andre Drummond, suffers a what? He suffered a right big toe injury. Now, the good news is, he's only supposed to be out to one to two games. Yeah. Bad news is, it was in his debut game. Okay. For those of you that don't know, Andre Drummond is playing for who now? He's playing for the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, he, how'd he get there? Well, um, between, I believe it was the Cavs, him and the Cavs just like they want to have a contract file. Long story short, Big Bob's contract. He was either going to go with Brooklyn or the Los Angeles Lakers, and he chose Los Angeles. Yeah, rich get richer. And, and remember what we just said about the buyouts of contracts later on in the pod, for sure. Look, uh, A. Drummond, you know, he's he's a solid piece, man. He's a big body in there. Obviously, you know, big toe injuries, only one to two games. That's one of those things that can nag with you. Hopefully, he is going to be good. Let's go to the most sensitive athlete that ever walked the face of the earth. And no, I'm not talking about Stan Van Gundy because he's not an athlete. He's a fat pig. LeVar Ball? No. <laughs> no, well, I would take LeVar Ball over Stan Van Gundy and anything in my life any day tw times a thousand. That says a lot. The most sensitive athlete online is close on his return with the Brooklyn Nets. Who is it? What's happening? Yeah, that would be Kevin Durant. Well, he has not played since February 13th. Did anybody notice? Oh, yeah. Well, um, no, not really, because the Nets have been still succeeding, and they've just been getting more players, mm -hmm. hence with the bio contracts. But he's, yeah. been, he's been nagged with this right hamstring injury. Like I said before, he's not played since the 13th of February. 
But good news, he should be making his return somewhere next week. That's a timetable. But Steve Nash, the head coach of the uh, Brooklyn Nets, have been saying for some time now that he, they've been reevaluating him over and over again. He should have made his return two weeks ago, but this is where we are now, somewhere next week. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, look, just like anything else, uh, it's the old saying in the NBA, right? Um, the, 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 the real NBA season, you know, starts when the playoffs come. Giving KD a little rest now. Uh, maybe extend a little bit more, you know, all good. Um, but yeah, uh, he is, he should not be on social media. Uh, him and Michael Rappaport got into a beef, got a little serious there. And he's like, Oh, my bad dude uh, is Kevin Durant should just stay off of social media. He is the most sensitive athlete I have ever met. He is a match made in heaven for the woke ESPNers of this world. And, uh, yeah, he's unbelievable. So, uh, stay off social media, KD. Uh, you're just you're too much of a snowflake. Number three, somebody's got a lateral ankle sprain and associated broom bruise. Let's try that again. Take two. Someone's got a lateral ankle sprain and associated bone bruise. Who might that be, Josh? Yes, who it is? The Atlanta Hawks' own John Collins. Does anybody actually give a crap about John Collins, including his family? Surprisingly, they do. Who? Well, who did he ever be? In today's NBA, you don't have to be anybody to be known. Well, he's probably making. Hey, we've, well, hey, here's the thing: Mason Plumlee is being known. That's how scary it is in this today's NBA. So I think John Collins is doing much better. I take Mason Plumlee over John Collins, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, uh, no. All right. So, look, an MRI confirmed what? Yes, the MRI confirmed that, um, yes, MRI confirmed the ankle sprain and the associated bone bruise. Good news is, is that he's been starting low-level rehab activities, and he should be relooked again in the coming week. So, the MRI already confirmed this, yes, but what the Hawks are hoping for under the, um, under the interim head coach, Nate McMillan, that he's able to come back next week because he has been a force when able to play. Not the most significant player in the NBA, but a good role player, good player and stuff in the stats and getting, um, giving his team to win. Look, Hawks sit in the seventh seventh position right now. In the East, right. right. They're 23-24 the last 10 games. have been pretty okay, 6-4. and four. Nate McMillan, I've always been a Nate McMillan guy. Uh, Nate McMillan was an outstanding uh, play, player back in the day. I remember his days with uh, the Seattle Supersonics. That's when Seattle wasn't quite as woke and <laughs> had a team. Um, <laughs> uh, but look, all of this comes up. This is great, you know. But again, this was Atlanta's big year to make a push to impress Trey Young, to try to mm -hmm. keep him to stay and all that kind of stuff. They're 23 and 24, nine and a half games out of first place. Is Nate McMillan the guy? I don't know. I know dude was showing the door. Uh, Atlanta is what they are, right? Right. Um, and it's kind of funny. You know, do you, if you show up to Atlanta Hawks game, um, let's say, for example, uh, you work in the front office for the Atlanta Hawks and you're playing a home game. Mm -hmm. um, and you want to get into the arena and go up to, you know, one of the boxes. Right. You know, you actually have to show ID. Oh, right. They, yeah, but apparently. We actually do that. Oh, absolutely! You got to oh, show wow. ID. Yeah, I know it's kind of amazing, right? So I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, she's you know, uh, kind of a crazy thing. You got to actually you know prove who you are to you know get into the building. You know, I could say I own the Atlanta Hawks, and and under liberal control, right? I mean, that would be suppression. 
So I should just be able to go in the owner's box whenever I want. You freaking idiots, you. <laughs> anyway, the Atlanta Hawks, 23-24, 9.5 out. Again, the long play here is this. Yeah, they want to make the playoffs, no doubt about it. But they certainly didn't try to make any plays uh, to, to help Trey Young along. No. You know, this John Collins thing. I mean, who? I mean, it's John Collins. I mean, who gives a crap? It's well, the only trade they made was getting rid of Roger Rondo through Lou Williams. But here's the thing. They're not looking yeah, but then Lou Williams was thinking about retiring after that. <laughs> Why? I'm not saying it's the greatest move ever. It's not. But here, look. The Hawks are in it for the long run. And they're not worried about this year's playoffs. It'll be great after in. It's great sentiment. But Holy crap. Did you know John Collins scored 38 points against the Golden State Warriors back on March 26th? Yo, yeah. He went 14 for 19 from the field. 12 rebounds. 38 points. Yo, yeah. That's why I was saying. That's why he's a vital part of the team. Holy crap. 18.2 points. He's shooting 54% from the field. 7.8 rebounds. 1.4 assists. He didn't play very well against the Suns, but, you know, they are my Phoenix Suns, so I doubt that they would. But this is what you want. The Hawks don't want to win. If okay, they don't want to be in the playoffs this year. I'm pretty sure they want to. That would be a great sentiment. But they want no, to retain. No, yeah, no, they want to be in the playoffs. But so. the most important thing is is retain Trey Young, making sure he does not want to leave or does not want to consider trading. Like, I guess who couldn't put up 36 or 38 points against the Golden State Warriors? But... They have the second wokest coach in the NBA, so that is <laughs> that is the most. Hey, that, that's a great achievement. Yeah, Ooh, well, isn't Greg Popovich the first? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, but anyway, anyway. So, all right, that's it. John Collins, get better, dude. I I didn't realize the stats that you had just recently put up. That means you're out there gunning. Uh, Trey Young needs the ball more, not you. Number four. <laughs> these two guys are the rookie players of the month for March. Who you got? It would be Lamel Ball and Anthony Edwards. Listen, Anthony Edwards kind of surprised me. What kind of numbers did he average Because over the course of the last month? That was big. Yeah, this was a huge jump. 24-5-2, and, and that's just for March. So if you think about from the beginning of his rookie career to now, he's made considerable leaps. Imagine if he was on a good team. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But at least he got capped. Listen, well, listen, I'm, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is very confusing to me. He should be absolutely dominant in, in every way, and he's just, he's just not. Sally's so just what team he's been with, but I get that's no excuse, but. That's garbage. I mean, Jordan played on garbage teams. Dominique Wilkins played on garbage teams. Charles Barkley played on, played on garbage teams. But this kid, this kid, first of all, he's 17.3 points for the season. Field bowl percentage is a little rough at 39%. Rebounds 4.4, two and a half assists per game. So against the Knickerbockers, he put up 24. Against the Brooklyn Nets, he put up 23. But here's the deal on that 23. He also took 22 shots. All right. Right. He's inconsistent sometimes. Inconsistent? Hold on a second. Yeah, I can see why he shoots 39%. Nine for 16 against the Knicks got him 24 points. Nine for 22 against Brooklyn got him 23. 11 for 22, so 50% from the field against Houston, but it's Houston, right? So, But his first game against Houston, so they play Houston back-to-back nights. March 27th, got 27 points. You ready for 26th against Houston? Ready. He shot 4 for 17 from the field for 12 points. And then he played uh, played the, uh, the Dallas uh, uh, Woke Ricks, and they got, what, 29 points, but it was 9 to 23 of shooting. Before that, 6 of 16 against Phoenix, 4 of 18. Back-to-back against Phoenix, 
the first game against Phoenix, he put up 42, 15 for 31. I mean, so that's a little under 50% for 42 points. And then against the Lakers, 50% for 29 points. Portland, I mean, look, uh, yeah, his, his shooting is inconsistent, but, boy, he's getting volumes. I mean, is, is Carl Anthony Towns even playing? I don't even know. I mean, I here's know. the thing. You know, like, when we were talking about going for all the rookies after draft, and, like, uh, he's not been good. You, you remember, like, his first few games were, like, 7 for 24. Like, we weren't hyping him up that much. But now look where he's turned at. Now, Hurts from El Ball. This is going to be the last rookie to player of the month he's going to get this year. Unless he comes back. Romelo's so good, he'll come back in April. Or he'll still win in April. <laughs> yeah. At least that's what LeVar, th- LeVar thinks. So, well, LeVar also sought that long to deserve the $100 million contract. He does. He does. I actually don't believe that. Okay, if a Plumlee can get 46. 25. Whatever. I mean, there's some of the stupid... Okay, go ahead. Continue Continue with LaMelo. Well, yeah, LaMelo averaged in March before game, um, her 18-5-5. and five. But I'm actually kind of, I'm kind of actually, I was actually shocked over there because I saw he got more assists. But, of course, we had the injuries and whatnot. But, yeah, 41 games in his total career. 41 games, 15 points, 5-5. Five and five. That's pretty good. It's really good for a rookie before getting injured. I, I think uh, Anthony Edwards now wins rookie of the year. If he keeps up these numbers... Because his biggest threat was Lamel was gone once he comes back. Okay, take hold on a second there, Pocahontas. Pocahontas? Fred Van Fleet. <laughs> $21 million a year. Ready? Mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes. Oh, no. It's the 49th highest paid player in the NBA at $22 million a season. LaMarcus Aldridge makes $24 million. Now, I understand he's done some things. Jalen Brown. Makes twenty three million. Hold on, that's good. Okay, whatever. Al Horford, who happens to be six or seven hundred years old, <laughs> makes twenty seven million. Okay. D'Angelo Russell makes twenty eight. C.J. McCollum makes twenty nine. Carl Anthony Towns makes twenty nine. Poor Zingas makes twenty nine. Well, I just want to say real quick. Hold on, no, 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 no. wait, wait, wait. Ready? Stephen Adams. Oh no. Makes twenty nine. Point five million dollars a year. Okay, Pascal Siakam makes thirty point five. Kevin Love, who hasn't done anything in years, okay, makes thirty one. You ready? Chris Middleton of the Bucks makes thirty three. You know, Chris Middleton this year makes more than Giannis. What? Giannis makes twenty seven this year. Chris Middleton makes. 33. That's actually insane, but now I'm Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Tobias Harris makes 34.3. Blake Griffin makes 36 million. Mike Conley, who hasn't been relevant in years, makes 34.5. Right? The highest paid player in the NBA. For the 2021 season with Steph Curry at 43, Chris Paul with the Suns. You know, Chris Paul with the Suns is making $41 million this year. Really? $41 million. Smash me. $41 million. For what? $41 million. For what? For, well, no. We're in second place, punk. Oh, I know. I don't care. Look at I don't, but here's what I'm saying. So, you look at... Look. Look. Draymond Green is not worth 22. Jalen Brown's not worth 23. Buddy Heald's not worth 24. Drew Holiday's solid. Look, the best center in the NBA. 
Nikola Vukovic or Vucevic or however yeah. you say his name, right? Who just we'll talk about his trade, right? I, I get him, right? He's making twenty six million. Here's the deal: if you pay Lonzo a hundred million over five years, Lonzo Ball is worth twenty million a year. Right, then that would be that would make sense. Well, they're not going to pay him a hundred million a year. I know, I, I got that. But no, when when you look at NBA, Otto Porter Jr. is the thirty sixth highest paid player in the NBA at twenty eight point five million dollars a year. Yeah, I can justify CJ McCollum because he's actually doing stuff, but not Otto Porter. Come on, man, Otto Porter Jr. making almost thirty million. That that's overrated. He makes more than Giannis. That's just not right. There, look, look, I mean, I understand he's coming off his his rookie deal and all that kind. Of, it's it's Devin Booker's underpaid at twenty nine million. Let's call a space. He should he, uh, Devin Booker waived the play should be making forty million a year easily. Andrew Wiggins should bow down and cl- kiss Glenn Taylor's butt for giving him that contract because he's making twenty nine point five million with the Warriors this year. Wow. I mean, Kyle Lowry is way past his prime. He's making thirty. What I'm saying to you is, if a guy like Otto Porter Jr. <laughs> Right, look, and here's, okay, so check this out, all right? In the 20, 2021 season, 27 games, he averaged nine points, five rebounds, two assists, and the cat is making, what I say, $28.5 million? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. So we can make fun of Lonzo Ball, and it's easy to make fun. Actually, Lonzo's not a bad guy. It's his dad's that's yeah, a know. doof. The well, no, I him. like Lonzo. I'm just making fun of his dad. But what I'm saying is, is... It, 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 he should have gotten traded to the Knicks, and now he's stuck with that fat pig until <laughs> the end of the season. But but if Lonzo Ball makes $20 million a year, signs a five-year, $100 million contract just for fun, uh, you could almost say by some of that. Look, Harrison Barnes hasn't been relative, relevant since he played on Golden State. You probably don't even remember Harrison Barnes. It was Clay, Steph, Barnes, and they were actually trying to figure out if they wanted to keep Clay or Harrison Barnes. Barnes leaves, right, signs a pretty big deal with the Mavericks, does nothing. They shipped him off. Imagine and read Clay Thompson. But Harrison Barnes, back under that, said, what is wrong with you? What are you doing with your teeth? I'm not doing anything with my teeth. Well, I see you over there. Do you have, like, gingivitis? No. I'm thinking about something. But what I'm saying to you is is that Harrison Barnes hasn't been been relevant in in years. Um, So... uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's that's why crazy. I'm saying. So, again, first of all, the NBA salaries are completely out of whack. And, and what the NBA has to worry about is um, is their, their tanking rates. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, big time. Or, or tanking ratings, anyway. So they've been up and down ever since the NBA Finals last no, year. No, they've been woke. The moment they went woke, I mean, it's never been the same. But, but And now they have the nerve for asking five times more um, uh I mean, look, you know, the NFL is the darlings, right? And people are always going to buy live programming. So people are going to say, who's watching the NBA? It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Now, uh, um, one sec here. I'm going to look something up for us. Um, let me check this out. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Okay, so I'm, while you're looking that up, I'm just going to get to the last breaking news piece. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. We're not well, since we're talking about that, should I just... Well, if we look, it's no, no, right there. No, no, no. no. Oh, Listen, hold on one second. No, no, no. Oh, you're okay. Hold um, on. No, no, this goes into what we're talking about with everything, right? So, here's the deal. Uh, people say, you know, the, the rates in the toilet, nobody's watching. But 
consumer, the business of the business, and there's probably one person out there that has the IQ to follow this, but the business of the business is really important. I want you to consider for a moment two things when it, when it comes to the World Wrestling Federation, right, mm-hmm. WWE. Fox gave one billion, billion with a B as a boy yeah, oh yeah. for Friday Night SmackDown, but Peacock also gave one billion dollars for exclusive U.S. rights only. So I want you to understand something. The WWE Network is still charging $10 a month for everywhere else around the world. Peacock said, we'll give you $1 billion for a period of time. I don't know how long it is, five years, whatever. I have no idea. For exclusive live and taped content. Content is king, like what we talked about in, right. in everything. So... Player, so they're asking for five times more, and people are scoffing at that. They'll get it. This is live programming, and people need content and programming. It makes sense. They can still sell that to advertisers, right? So that's why a guy like Otto Porter Jr. and Harrison Barnes are getting the deal that they get, um, and, and it's just amazing. So, yeah, $1 billion over five years, and they're going to charge. You ready? Ready. $5 a month. Right, it's just the landscape of everything has changed so much because they'll never actually recoup that investment off the five dollars a month. But what it does is by having that premium content, it brings up the value. So what the NBA knows is, even though nobody's watching their program, nobody, nobody. Uh, What did we talk about last year? what was the thing called with the Bulls? What was that called? The Last Dance. The Last Dance outproduced in viewership anything the NBA did. And 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 people were craving, starving for sports, and nobody cared. Now, I mean, the pro- part of the problem is, is like the ESPN announcer, Mark Jones, who's an absolute, one of the world's biggest clowns. In, in, he was, he says some of the cra- craziest things, but it, the politics is killing this sport. The problem is, is that NBA or ESPN, who just got back into the National Hockey League business, why? For live content. They don't care. It's content that they can run, right? The same thing here. So I say all of that to you because Lonzo Ball having a $100 million contract. It's pretty much nothing. It's pretty much nothing. Especially when you take into consideration what some of these other doofs are making. Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. So go ahead, finish it out. What we're gonna say? I just wanted to. I just wanted to kind of hammer that point. Home. Oh yeah, that was a good point to make because it really puts in perspective. If I'm poor, Junior is making more. You know, there's a problem. Well, yeah. I mean, all of them. I mean, it's all. It's just yeah. So it's crazy. All right. So let's let's break it down. Players of the month for March in the. Western Conference. We are. Uh, we have. No, this is Player of the Month all the way through. Western yeah. and Eastern Conference. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. Oh, we have James Harden and Nikhil Jokic. Nikhil Jokic is actually the front run to win the MVP, and we can see. It's why. not going to happen. Well, he's my MVP. <laughs> I really do believe he's going to be the MVP. I hope so. But everybody's going to vote for Braun. But whatever. So, but for for March, Jokic averaged 27, 11, and 8. He's averaged a double-double per game, essentially. 
Now, Harden's not too... Well, Harden... Yeah, they're both at the same. 27, 11, and 9. So, the assist only went out by 1 for Harden. But yeah, they averaged the same exact numbers. Besides assist. Uh, last month. Which is pretty crazy. You got everything exactly besides the assist by 1. Well, then let's jump into it. Topic number dos. We're going to talk about the... Phoenix Suns, and all of the trades. Let's break down the trades first. And how we're going to do this is we may just touch on some. We're going to give you our letter grade, who it is that we think won. We're not going to probably go through them all, but let's let's cover. So let, let, let's cover this, right? So the first one, Nuggets. Magic trade, right? So the Magic traded Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark to the Nuggets for a first-round pick, Gary Harris, and R.J. Hampton. What do you think? You know, that that's, that's a solid one because the Nuggets. The Nuggets are the clear winner in my mind because you've got Aaron Gordon, Jokic, and Jamal Murray. And the Nuggets have been primed for the playoffs. They were in a last season. They could make even more of an advance in the playoffs. I think there's something. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Look, two clear winners in here. Aaron Gordon, right, who's been relegated to obscurity down there in Orlando. And I don't know what's going on with Orlando. I, I really and truly don't. This is I, like a sad rebuild, like a long rebuild. Give well, him five, you, seven years. Well, look, who, who, was, who was a part, who was the head coach of that organization for a while? Stan Van Gundy and everything that piece of trash touches. Wait a minute, I saw it. it was, you said last time it, it was um, the Pistons. No, no, but he also coached in Orlando. <laughs> he did? Yes. He was everywhere. Yeah, he everywhere. <laughs> Nowhere good because he's garbage. Yeah, this is solid. This is a recipe for success. Why? They have the extra rim protection. Able to fill up the gaps better. They have ferocious skill around the perimeter paint. Just saying right there. Plus, they have their money maker, which is Jokic because of the way it implies. So this is going to cash in super hard. Yeah, so that piece of garbage coach <laughs> for five seasons from 2007 to 12. He was in the NBA Finals in 2009, and then his team literally revolted against him. No, they did. Because it, he... What did they do? It, you know what? We should just do a Stan Van Gundy. I can see why Dwight Howard wanted to leave. Well, that well, that look that was a no. That was a that was a big part of it. <clears throat> um, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just, uh, yeah. I just, I, I just, yeah. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. What he was supposed to be for Dwight Howard turned into the, the exact opposite. But that's not yeah. that's not a portion of this thing. But look, I don't know where Orlando's going. I don't know what they're doing. I don't think they know where they're going or what they're doing. Uh, I give this particular trade, uh, you know, an A plus, which I know you did on the site. Look, Gordon, Jokic, Murray, right? As you said, extra rim protection, able to fill the gaps better, have ferocious skills around the perimeter and paint. I mean, that's their money maker. And the way Jokic is playing, you know, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna cash in hard. Oh yeah. So I mean, look, that's that that's a big deal. So I I think. I don't know if that's the biggest trade, but that, that was the first one on the block. Magic's involved in another trade, this time with your Boston Celtics, right? Right. So, look, the Magic was really involved 
on, on trade day. No doubt about it. They had about three or four trades. This one was pretty significant for Ainge in the Celtics. Why? Well, because it can, oh, because Danny Ainge is a master because he was able to give up two second-round draft picks for Magic's Evan Fournay. Forner, I how you say his last name. But this is going to go great because I know you're not hot on Jalen Brown, but imagine Brown, Tatum, Fournay, and then who else they have on there. I think this is a rest. Oh, and Walker. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Who else they have on there? What are you talking about? I just said Walker. I forgot. What are you talking about? First, yeah, you got Kemba Walker. You got Marcus Smart, right? Oh, yeah. You got Jason Tate. Yeah, no, it's big. Oh, I, okay, I, for, I just forgot about Smart. That's the only guy I forgot about. They got beat by the Mavericks last night. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, like, down by 23. They actually rallied back until Luka just daggered them. Well, no, Luka didn't dagger them. In fact, uh, they got within two, uh, they got within three after Luka made a bad uh, pass in. Guy tried to ball hog it up the court, and uh, Jason Tatum made a sweet uh, steal, took it to the rim. He missed. Smart puts it back in. Uh, but, yeah, they actually had a chance. Yeah, imagine Smart... Uh, Brown, Tatum, Walker, now Evan. That's good. That's gonna be something to me. I don't know. This will take him to the playoffs. I don't know how much. Oh no, they're going to the playoffs. No, no, like how far? That's gonna be tough. But Danny H is amazing. I saw this as a great trade. I was surprised they gave up that much for him, meaning for how little. But that's a guess. Great. Oh, if, if Fournier is only able to get um get twelve, six, and four per game. Or in the range of that, that is a win. I would constitute that as a win by yeah. far. No, it, it's a good move by, by Ainge and the Celtics. It kind of helps shore up. The East is, yeah, the East is really tough, right? You got the Brooklyn Nets. You got Doc Rivers and the Philadelphia 76ers. You got the Miami Heat. The East is, all of a sudden, is murderer's row. I mean, there's, oh, there's no yeah. doubt about it. The winner of this trade. Celta Rooney. So, what else you got? Let's let's break down Heat Rockets trade. Speaking of the Heat, yo, yeah. So, did you want me to break down a trade? You? No, go ahead. Oh, perfect. So, the Heat traded for Victor Oladipo from the Rockets as they get in exchange for Avery, Avery uh, for Bradley Kelly Olynyk and a 2022 first round draft pick. Was Tommy Young traded? I wish, but no. Okay. Um, but. This is a great move for the Heat. You have Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyre Hero, and now Victor Oladipo. I really do believe. Wait, no, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I mentioned Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, sorry. Okay, Kelly Olynyk is a. He's not the most dominant guy ever, but he's a great um he's a great defensive player. And he no, knows he can, he can hit a three. Oh yeah, he's there when you need him. Like he, uh, for points. He, I mean look, Houston Houston He's is, an add on. Houston is in a massive rebuild around Christian Wood. It's it's not even funny. Yeah, when Christian Wood went down a team lost twenty games in a row, legit. But this is very important. Kel Lennox gonna be a great add on. Avery Bradley, eh. Um and but that 2022 first round draft pick, that's something. Especially where they where they're able to get that pick at, able to get in the lottery draft, right? But Victor Oladipo, um, he won by far. 
because they're going to be able to cash in as they're trying to push their way back to the NBA Finals, if possible. You're you're a bigger fan of Oladipo than I am, right? But look, like you said, Jimmy Buckets, Bam, Hero, Oladipo. We're forgetting somebody. Oh, uh, let me go look. But I said that was all. Well, here's the thing. I don't believe Oladipo can do it on his own, but around the talent that he have already, I think we have something. I think they have something. Um, no, uh, Duncan. Oh, they have Andre Iguodala. They got Duncan Robinson. That's Andre Iguodala wasn't that? <clears throat> was it Max Kellerman? Yeah, yeah, Max Kellerman from first takes. Like, cause you want to talk about woke? That's your boy. Oh yeah, but it was funny. Um, they got Trevor Ariza. No, they wanted to trade him. Boy, I'm pretty sure he's traded. Oh yeah, I know he's traded. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. No way, no. No, no, I don't know. No, he, I think he's with the Heat. Besides that, they got talent. They got depth. I think they're the ones to go. To be honest, I think they're going to make it deep into the playoffs. And I'm going to go so bold that you're going to go back to NBA Finals. That's the dumbest thing you said. No, no, I, I really do. Our prediction is trying to go bro. <laughs> Josh, but I really do believe. I believe they're going to get to the conference finals when it go to NBA finals. It all really comes down to seeding. It really does. I mean, that's that's going to be that's going to be really important. I, I but yeah, I give that an a minus. No, I like it. I know I like what I like what you said there. I look Spolstra, Pat Riley, Mickey. Uh, everybody's doing the right things in Miami. I just love what they do. Uh, you want to talk about? Let, let's think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. They had the big three doofuses in Miami. Right. And then they had to overpay D Wade because he was, you know, he was over the hill at that point and, and this, that, and the other thing. But Pat Riley was able to put the big three together, deconstruct after LeBom went back to, to Cleveland. Bosch had his heart problems, which is, you know, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is masterfully showing once again that behind Phil Jackson. Pat Riley, well, Pat Riley looked from, I mean, people argue that Red Auerbach from coach to GM because Auerbach is the guy that put, you know, the 80 Celtics together, Bird, Mikhail, Parrish, and and DJ, and Ainge, and, and, you know, Bill Walton, all that kind of stuff. Well, Bill Walton wasn't drafted by them, was drafted by Portland. Now, I want to say one thing. But Pat Riley, mm-hmm. as a coach, because he almost, not only did all, he got it done in Los Angeles, right? Showtime, obviously. He almost got it done in New York Knicks as well. Oh. Oh, yeah. And then went off. What were you going to say? Because I'm sure it's pretty He also put a vital piece, Ray Allen. Let's not forget. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Ray Allen was a huge part in their championship run. So that was incredible to see. Which many people don't give credit to Ray Allen because they think LeBron actually did something. Which he did because LeBron couldn't do anything in the crunch time. And Rayon had to hit a um, jumper. Yeah, it's an it, look. It's an interesting. It's an interesting argument. I. That's a conversation for another day. Is LeBron James clutch? I know the easy narrative. Look, nobody hates his sorry woke butt more than me. <laughs> He's a pathetic excuse for a human being. But looking at him as a basketball player. 
in the game of basketball with something different. Right. I, I, we should do a segment on his LeBron James clutch. Right, because it always seems like, even last year's NBA Finals, when he had the opportunity to win the game, he passed it. But ESPN I, credited him for the great move, which well, wasn't. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, forget ESPN. So, look, when the Bulls beat the Suns to win the NBA title, Paxson hit the shot. Right. Right. Jordan made passes, too. Steve Kerr hit a game. Look, so... You're talking about now, yeah. Look, Byron Russell. Whoa, now here's the push saying, off. I look Jordan and Jordan. Like you can't even compare the two, right? It's not even close. Well, here's saying Jordan took more shots than passing. LeBron just cowered out of the way. I don't know if he cowered out of the way. That's that's a tough thing to say. Magic Johnson is one of the greatest basketball players that ever played. I not many people remember a member a memorable game winning shot from him, from Kareem. Kobe had game-winning shots, but Kobe also got swept in the NBA Finals by the Boston Celtics. Or he also got him out what team he had around him. It doesn't work that way, though. It's a, look, if you say that, then LeBron's first stint in Cleveland, the fact that he got that pack of bums to the NBA Final against the Spurs, that's a small miracle, and that's something Jordan couldn't do. Right, right. So, look, that's a discussion for another day. It's an interesting conversation. My point to the whole thing is the fact that Riles has been able to rebuild and do it so quickly and so well in Spolstra, just unbelievable. The Heat is the obvious winner. Oh, yeah. Trade. Obvious winner. So let's jump back into it. Clippers-Hawks trade. This happened uh, Clippers-Hawks gave up Lou Williams, your boy, and two second-rounders for Hawks' Rajon Rondo. And Rajon Rondo is like the ultimate renovat. You know what I mean? It's like everybody like swears about his leadership. Nobody wants to keep him on their team for an entire season. But a team that's contending, it's like, you know what, we can deal with his personality. For I mean, because look, he was a part of the big three in Boston, and uh, they did not get along well. But uh, play, playoff Ronjo. Like, people swear play by Playoff Ronjo? Uh, playoff what? Uh, Ronjo, I was trying to, I don't know, Ryan. No, he's not, he's not like Big Game Bob. No, 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 I meant from the perspective, yeah, he will turn it on in a second, the pause meaning you have like this regular season he does not, but then he starts doing something in the playoffs. Alright, so, who's this a great move for? You know, this is tough, but I'm gonna have to say the Hawks. Here's why, you got two draft picks out of it, and you got Lou Williams. I get it. He was going to retire. He was contemplating it. But here's the thing. You got a great defensive player. And it adds someone else on defense. Because Trey Young, he's an okay defensive player. He's more he's more known for his shooting and offensive versatility. But and then you also got John Collins. He's a great defensive player. But I believe Williams can teach players how to play better defense. Because he's known for that. I get he's 35 or 34, however old he is. But I believe Williams can be a great asset to that team as a defensive player. Because I believe he can also use his defensive skills to great use. If Lou Williams retired and nobody was there to see it, would it make a noise? The oh. answer is no. no. Let's keep moving. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I was saying about that one. Blazers-Raptors. The Blazers, the trade between the Blazers-Raptors happened and allowed the Blazers to receive Norman Powell, the ever-dangerous Norman Powell, in exchange for Rodney Hood. What could have been with Rodney Hood? He was a very interesting cat. Yo, yeah. And Gary Trent Jr. This trade is 
All right. Uh, Pow, as Pow will be useful for the Blazers, and Trent Jr. will be good for what his team needs him to be. This is kind of a ho-hum. Nobody really cares. Trailblazers aren't going anywhere. Raptors aren't going anywhere. Next! (laughs) Yeah, I gave that a trade C+. This! Oh, yeah. This is the one. Oh, we, ta- In fact, oh, we talked, we talked about this, Putz. So, Bulls Magic, lay it on them, Dad. So, the Bulls have traded Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter, and two first-round draft picks for the Magic's Nikhil Vujovic and Alford K. Aminu. Do you know how significant this is? The Bulls have just traded Porter, nobody, Carter, somebody, and two first-round draft picks to the Magic, which is great for the rebuild for the kill Vujovic, which will help the Bulls significantly, and Al Forte and Mooney. Uh, okay, so Vujovic is the real winner, right? But here's best center in the NBA. Uh, besides Nikhil and Nikhil Jokic. Oh, who are we talking about? Uh, Vujovic, and Nikhil Vujovic for um, the Magics. He, he's like in top 10 right now. Top 10 what? Uh, centers of today's game. No, he is the best center in the NBA. Besides Jokic. No. I, I, no. I, the, the Bulls won this trade. The Bulls tied the Suns with the best trade deadline deals, i.e. the Suns doing nothing. The Bulls... Got the best center in the NBA. Fine. Period. We, End we of discussion. Agree well, I don't. It doesn't matter. Who's saying it doesn't matter Bulls, what you say? Well, now the Bulls can stop their rebuild. Right? They have the right head coach in Donovan. They have the right pieces. They would have they the best center in the NBA. Okay, hold on. They have they the have, best center. Hold on. They have Zach Levine, Lauren Marketing, Kobe White, Williams, and now Vujovic. This team next year, possibly this year, can make a for sure run in the postseason. The power records and statistics. Who's the kid from Florida State they uh, drafted? Oh, uh, Patrick Williams. Okay, Patrick Williams. What is he doing this year? Um, look that up for me. Yeah, I see. Him. Go to the Google machine. I am. Patrick is he? Is he doing? He's obviously doing the six man thing. Yeah, I'm about to say he's not bad. He's he's getting nine points and four rebounds. Listen for a projected late first rounder going second round, kind of a surprise pick. I kind of dig it. They got the best center in the NBA and and a pure center. Jokic is not a pure center. Right. So I would, because no one could define that position anymore. The best. I can. Wait, I was just. They like, got wait, the best center you in the NBA. You don't have to I was I just about to back up your guy. I don't need to be backed up. The Bulls. No, there is. No, there's not an A plus for both. No, no, they're, no, they're, they're, they're not both winners. Yes, they are. Your website is erroneous. <laughs> it is not. Listen, hold on, hold the on. The Bulls won the well. They, they, they won. not only did they get the best center in the NBA. They dumped Otto Porter's salary. Wendell Carter is another Duke draft pick. Hold on, what? Both won the trade because it's helps rebuilds draft no. picks. No, no, they're the, no, what? the A plus goes. Yeah, the A plus goes to the Bulls, but the winner can be both because of the draft picks. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Why? Now? Here's why. Because the, the the Magic don't know how to draft. Mm, true. I mean, they drafted Aaron Gordon was the right thing, but they never built any pieces around. Right, him. right. And that's that's that. Here's the thing: you can have all the draft capital in the world, but if you don't know what you're doing with it. Right. And then who's their piece? 
I mean, who's their piece that they're going to build around? Isaiah, um, Isaiah, um, Isaiah guy, oh, Isaiah John fan. Oh, that, yeah, that's great. They no. Here's what I'm saying to you. In what in those two first round picks are they protected first round? Are they restricted first round? What are they going to be? That's yeah. the other thing too, because if you get late, two late first round picks. And I both know you're going to get some good players, but you may not. Yeah, I. Oh, what about Giannis? What about Giannis? Shut your hole. That's ridiculous. What about Tom Brady? Again, ridiculous. It's just a. So what I'm saying to you is, if you had a front office that had a plan, you had a stud GM. You got a, who's their coach again? Uh, some guy that came out have a winning season. I right, let me look. I thought it was Jacques, Jacques Vaughn for a little bit, but I don't think they hired him. Who's, who is it? Who is it? I mean, Orlando. The only thing I know about Orlando is the Amazon. That's it. <laughs> Steve Clifford. Oh, Steve Clifford, the old Charlotte Hornets head coach. Yeah. yeah actually, Jordan loves Steve Clifford. Clifford but, he, look, here's the problem. The Magic are going to have to oh, – the, the Magic are on the books right now for $28.5 million to Otto Porter. Here, can I wait a second? No, hear me. No, 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 no. This is why they didn't win the trade. Hear me on a second. If Billy Donovan, an offensive mastermind, says, I don't want Otto Porter, I don't want Wendell Carter, do you think Steve Clifford is going to get more out of them than Billy freaking Donovan? No. Exactly. Yeah, the answer is no. So I understand what you're saying. I would give the Magic a C. Here's why. If we regrade this trade two or three years from now, when the first-round picks come in yeah. to see what they've done, maybe we increase the C. The Bulls unloaded trash contracts right. for less-than-middle-of-the-road players, right? right? And they got the best center in the NBA. Come so, on. so the grade goes to the Bulls, obviously, but here's the same. If, like you said, if they were able to draft right besides getting lucky of Aaron Gordon, which they had no clue what they were doing, because they could have drafted anybody else too, they would also be a winner for draft picks, Because, but they don't know how to utilize it, so it's just wasted. But if this was any other team, this would be a win for any other team. With draft I, picks. I know, I know, I absolutely disagree with you. You are getting sat. You're getting sat. Okay, hold on. No, I'm I'm excluding the players and just having the pick. You can't exclude the players because you're eating up your calf space, right? With with really bad players. So I guess what I'm saying to you. Hold on. I know. Wendell Carter contract. I I just want to see his contract numbers. Look look, look at this. Hold on a second. L listen to this. Yeah. I mean, he's only making five million a year. Right, he signed this back in. All right, so Wendell Carter's not horrible. Yeah. Okay, but hold on. But it's auto port that kills. Dude. I mean, that was the only way. I mean, I I, don't, I mean, I don't know, but look, Wendell Carter averages. All right, you're getting 10 points a game from Wendell Carter for $5 million. It's not bad. Well, no, not at all, especially when you consider. Uh, not good. Hold on. Hold on. Otto Porter stats. He averages 9.9 .9 points, dude, for $28.5 million. Yeah. Listen to what I'm saying to you. I'm not even going to give the Magic a C. I'm going to give them a flat-out D. Yeah. All right. So, look. Let's revisit it. Right. A couple years from now, we'll sit down. Trade deadline two years from now. 
We'll go back. Let's see what they did with it. Let's move on. Congratulations, Billy Donovan. By the way, getting rid of Paxson and, and the other putts in Chicago, they finally got a, a front office that's making bold decisions, not bad contracts, not retreads. They came in. They hired the right coach. They're making the right moves. I love where the Chicago Bulls are going. Yeah, now here's the thing. We did question Billy Donovan going to the Bullshit because how great he was. But it was this the front office. No, the front So when he met with the, So Billy Donovan knew something that we didn't. It was the, these guys in the front office that said, Billy, we'll get you the pieces. And they went out, got rid of horrible contracts, and got the best center in the NBA. And here, this is where they are now. Yeah. All right. So um, let's move on. Nuggets, Cavs trade. If the Cavaliers make a trade... And it falls in the forest, and nobody's there to hear it. No one would well, care. No, it just works. No one cares. It's Javel McGee. Javel McGee is is a moron, and what they got back in return, they're both morons. The winner is the Cavs, and they get a D plus for the win. Keep moving. Yeah, you, when you get Isaiah Hardstein, who averaged a point over two years, you know you're trash. Let's keep it moving here. So we got Bulls Wizards trade. Whoa, 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 whoa! Bulls Wizards trade, then Bulls Celtics trade. Uh, let's let's break it down, and I'm just going to break it down really fast. And then you mm-hmm. tell me the grade and who won. Yeah, uh, we got we have the Bulls trade Mo Wagner and Troy Brown to the Wizards in exchange for Chandler Hutchinson, who he ever beat. This was just for the Wizards to clear up some space for the rebuild project. Now Troy Brown is here to stay. However, the Bulls have something even better planned. This is where the Bulls Celtics trade came into play. Right, the Bulls trade away Mo Wagner to them in exchange for Daniel Theus. The reason the Celtics did the trade, trading away, was get to blow the luxury tax, which obviously makes sense, right? So what does any of this mean? It's a lot of moving parts of a lot of crappy pieces. No, no, hold on. Okay. Daniel Daniel Sice is really good. He's actually considered a top five center in today's NBA. Why do they have it when they have the best center? As a ba- as another piece. Ah, come on, man. Okay, so he averages. All right, if he gives you twenty-four minutes, nine and a half points. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to. Thies, I think it's Thies. Thies, whatever it is, Daniel. Look, giving a Mo Wagner for Daniel is great. Did you just touch my? Phone? No, you did. You so the phone. obvious winners would be the Bulls, and I would grade that at B plus. So I think it was great getting rid of Cheryl Hutchinson, who did absolutely nothing in his time there. Train him to the Wizards, which I don't get that at all. For the Wizards standpoint, but young old Mo Wagner, who did nothing to get Daniel, which is something. It, but here's the thing. Really? But here's the thing. The reason why the Celtics did this was to stay below the luxury tax because they had no confidence in resigning him because they didn't want him because he was going to be unrestricted this offseason. Mo Wagner's name is Maurice. <laughs> what for? Oh. Yeah. He averaged two points. Okay. Well, okay. Well, now. He shot 27. Percent from the field. Oh, I in today's NBA, that's eight million dollars a year. Yeah, pretty much. Back in the nineties, you're gonna five hundred thousand. Uh, he wouldn't be on the team in the nineties. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he was. All right, keep going. Oh, we got the big boys. I don't know if this is a big boy, but go ahead. No, just like with the o- So we got the OKC Knicks and the 76 in a freeway trade. So here we go. In this freeway trade, we have the six 76ers getting George Hill. And Ignaz Berzagis, okay, whoever he is, and Knicks getting Terrence Ferguson, and OKC getting Austin Rivers, two second round. Didn't, wait a minute, go ahead. Um, two second rounders and Tony Brown. And answer your question, Austin Rivers was cut the following day after yeah. this was here. Who did he sign with? 
I don't. Uh, no, I don't did. I know he's signed with someone, but I can't. Well, now thank you, Mr. Courtside Heat. I want to say the Bucks, but I say just. Just keep going. Yeah. But Antonio Antonio Bradley. Oh, no. I put a note in. Yeah, no. um, Did I say here? Okay, so here. No, Austin Rivers was uh, waived by OKC Thunder because he did not fit in their scheme fit in the future of younger guys. Okay, so. He's expected to sign with the Bucks, but I don't think he has. Yeah. I said, I, I don't know. I don't know. So here's saying, um, Bradley's averaging five points a game. Yeah, it's not great at all. However, their talent was not to get good players. Five more points than you. Really, but I'm not in the NBA. Obviously. Uh, so it was more so to un offload the contract and potential burn George Hill because of the money, contract, things like that. So that was a successful move in the trade. So the Knicks got rid of of Austin Rivers because they weren't filling him. He wasn't going to be a part of their team much longer. But now here's saying the 76ers won this trade by far. You got Hill. You got Hill and Bede, Simmons, and Howard. Um, then you got Harris. I know I'm forgetting one more, and I apologize. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Fiebel. Yeah. <laughs> and Fiebel is actually a good rookie on Disney's class. So, by far, did Philly, no, Philadelphia win this one. They got a great player, unload some things, and they didn't lose much in the profit, on the process. So, Dermore won this, and I would give this a, a grade B. So, did you want to go through the ungradables? I'm going to go through the ungradables really quick, just because uh, J.J. Reddick was woke, right? And so... Uh, his, for his wokeness. And he has uh, a stupid podcast, too, which nobody yeah, cares for. Well, nobody cares about J.J. Redick. I love J.J. Redick at Duke. Now he's just turned out to be a total D-bag. Uh, but his wokeness will be reunited with the king of wokeness, even though they're sexual. LeBron? No. Uh, at the Mavs, and, uh, yeah, move on. Heat receive, uh, yeah, from the Kings, who cares? Kings <laughs> receive Davis from Toronto, who cares? Jazz receive Matt Thomas from Toronto, who cares? Hornets <laughs> way receive Wanamaker from the Warriors for cash considerations. Mm. Spurs receive Marquise Chris from the Warriors in exchange for Lalane. Look, um, this was I, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty busy I thought it was a pretty busy one, but let's let's dive into the things that are past this because this is what uh, I think small market teams are most upset about. So you want to talk about why small market teams are crying like a little baby, or do you want to talk about? No, I think it's it's actually legitimate. It's it's a legitimate. It's a backdoor. It's a backdoor issue, and it's a problem. I hear you saying. I get what they're trying to believe against the sour cap, but what? Okay, so these are not teams. They're talking these about. Are, they're upset about the buyout market. So let's let let's let the minions know what it is we're talking. So yeah. About. So here's saying, the small market teams. Let's be very clear. These are NBA team executives that are crying about this. As they should. I don't believe so. So they believe the salary cap is against them in favoring larger teams. That's true. Because they also believe they're getting robbed for other teams' champion, championship chasings. That's true. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. Why would take Blake Griffin? Why would you want to go off a bad team to another small market team because they're looking at this for popularity there and brandability. Be, there should be repercussions to buying out a contract. Because what's happening is there's backdoor dealings all the time. And that's not right. But here's the thing. We have to remember, this is player's interest. Blake Griffin. This is a player's league. 
I mean, they get everything. That's the problem. Right, but I'm this just, sort of crap doesn't happen in the NFL. It doesn't happen in the NHL. It doesn't happen in Major League Baseball. Right. This is the only sports league that this crap happens in. Right, I'm just saying. Well, we want to go to a small market team. We are able to go to a larger market team. Have your brand build out more. Your popularity expand. Have a chance for a championship. If that's not how it should go. If somebody wants to buy out a contract, that's fine. However, however, uh, it should be a waivers process, just like the NFL. Like you're saying, they go into waivers who have claims and claims them. That's right. Now that's more fair. But I'm talking. I'm, that's right that. because the NFL is better at the business of the business, right? And all the NBA does is acquiesce to players, and that's the problem. Ever since they bowed down to LeBron. Well, no, it's no, it's beyond that. Um, well, yeah, no, I hold on. I agree with that. No, hold on. I'm, it stops. Like the NBA, M- NFL did it to stop a situation to where if Belichick and Brady blew up one another, the Patriots buy out of out of the contract, they make some sort of financial settlement. And then he's able to walk to a Super Bowl contender. It's not right. It's, it's not, not right. It's not right, but in the league that we are right now, that's here saying it was in the player, player's interest. I don't think. Who cares? I'm saying no. In the NBA standards and what they comply for. Who cares? This would be. Who cares? I'm, I'm not talking about. I'm not comparing the NBA and NFL. I'm talking well, well, about. No, now. I don't care. What I'm saying is. I, I don't think the NBA executive should have came out about that. Why? I. I find this okay because of the standards the NBA has bowed down to, which I'm okay with. That doesn't even make any sense. You can't one breath say that it makes sense to have the waiver system like in the NFL. But that's right have, for the NFL. This, but is what, the, this is the first step in changing a bogus rule. Buying out of contracts is bogus that allows a guy to go wherever he wants. And if you don't think there's not backroom deals where LaMarcus Aldridge said, I won't go to the West, I won't go to the Lakers, I guarantee you I'll go here. That happens all the time. That's garbage. It's it's against the competitive right, balance. But with the, com- right, but with the NBA right now, it's per- because why would a player want to like, just go to a bad team, to a smaller market bad team? That's their choice, like Lou Williams. Then retire, then don't play. Right, it's their choice. So if it's their choice, no. go to it. But you no. just said it was their choice. I just Then said- no, then you get the Spurs... Right? To make a deal with the Nets. Then they couldn't. Then he doesn't go there. It's that simple. Wait, but I just said that if he chose you to a small bad team, you said that's fine. It's a choice. Then it would be the same thing for a larger team. You're missing my point. So bear with me here a second. The system is flawed. The system is wrong. Right. If LaMarcus Aldridge wanted to go to the Nets, he should have only been able to do so via trade. Or in the offseason via free agency. If you want to buy out a contract, it should only be done in the offseason. Or, or if you buy out a contract, whoever signs him has to give up a draft choice. Okay, I, I can accept that. And I say it's more fair and reasonable. Absolutely. By doing it this way, a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge, a guy like... Um, uh, who are the who are the two top big ones? Uh, Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, and him. Yeah. So think about it. Um, yeah, I, it's not right that Blake Griffin leaves the Pistons. Pistons get nothing, and it moves the competitive balance. Right. Now all of a sudden he signs with Brooklyn. If you're Spolstra, Pat Riley, and the Miami Heat, how do you feel about getting somebody of Blake Griffin's talent? 
and LaMarcus Aldridge. You didn't have to give up any assets to do it. It's not right. Right. Because the... Because I will say, Aldridge was in talks with the Heat, but he decided to go to another team. But I get where you're coming from. I do agree to that. The, the NFL does have a better system of doing it. It's never well, failed. I just gave you three. I just gave you three examples of a way to solve it. Right. I. Well, I think I think there was a. See, here's I don't think you should have cried on the phone because what they. I don't think you should have repeatedly called. I don't think you should have done anything. I think there was a better way to handle it. No. This. Here's the problem. Everybody handles everything through the media. The problem is this is a player's league. The problem is these executives don't have control over the process like they used to. It's not fair and balanced. Right. So sometimes, I mean, what happens, people get bought, bought out of contracts all the time. We're like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. I wonder where he's going to go. But then the ramifications from it are so huge. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, then it's like yeah, and I well, what you're saying, I also agree like, to giving up draft picks and things like that, trying to balance it out. So yeah, I mean, here's what happens if, um, basically, if somebody gets bought out of a contract, you got this guy who's a free agent, then yeah, there's got to be a way to say if you sign. Uh, an unrestricted free agent that was bought out, you have to pay a luxury tax penalty plus a draft pick. Right. So it's like, it almost works like Chase. So you sit down and you're like, fine, we'll buy your contract. But whatever team you go to, it has to be X. We must get this in return. If not, that will be voided and it will go back. It's just a trade then. Get rid of the buying out of contracts right. and just do it as a trade. If you want to buy out a contract, that's fine. We'll buy your contract, but that means you sit at home. You're not eligible to sign with a team until next season. Right. And if that's the case, it would have been kind of fun to see a, a trade package for LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. No, that would have been something. Sure. But Andre now, Drummond wouldn't have been on the Lakers. No. They would have nothing to give up. No, because you're not going to give up Alex Crusoe. He's good, but not as a starter. He's a bench player. Oh, yeah. So, look. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's a bad system all the way around. And, look, we are well past... The one hour mark already. We got stuff in the hopper. I got an idea. Why don't we come back with the people early on next week with a little courtside heat overtime edition where we're going to run down a couple of the topics that we didn't touch on. Plus, we're going to take you through all the wild, wacky wokeness that's happening in the world today in a little courtside heat Overtime edition. How do you feel about that? I feel good about that. I love it. People, listen up, listen up good. If you don't know it already, you can find this podcast on iTunes, on Google. And what was that place? Uh, SoundCloud. But yeah, I don't, SoundCloud. Are we somewhere else? Uh, no, Rumble. Oh, yeah, hold on. Spotify. We're on Spotify. Spotify. Yes, we are on Spotify. We are on iTunes. We are on Google, which is awesome. You can listen to the whole thing as well on YouTube. On Rumble, and you can find us on all the social media sites, Twitter.com slash CourtsideHeat, Instagram.com slash CourtsideHeatNBA, Facebook.com slash CourtsideHeat, Tumblr.com slash CourtsideHeat, Rumble.com slash CourtsideHeat, YouTube.com slash CourtsideHeat, Twitter.com slash CourtsideHeat, and Linktree.com slash CourtsideHeat. We're everywhere. Yeah. We're everywhere. 
under courtside heat. We'd love for you, if you're listening to it and you made it to the very end, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And if you would be so kind and leave us a five-star review, if you want to give us a one-star review, go kick rocks. Go do it to Joe Rogan, not us. Right? <laughs> but if you like what you hear, go ahead and give us a five-star review. We're going to come back with you at the Overtime Edition. Guys, do not forget courtsideheat.com or I'm sorry, courtsideheat.com Store, I got the hiccups. Courtside Heat dot store gives you the very best in all of the trading cards, all of the figures, the autographs, the memorabilia, the Jordan Wheaties box. We got it all. It's all right there. Courtside Heat dot store from Macari or courtsideheat.com slash shop on the website. Just go to courtsideheat.com, click on that little tab that says shop, and it will take you right there. Also, History proves, either history proves that you're going to be a moron, history proves that you're going to be upset that another great idea passed you by. Go to historyproves.com right now and get your online business going. We'd love to sell you that domain, all the social medias that come with it, and all the goodies indeed. Courtside Heat is also hiring writers. We're looking for talented people that have a passion for the NBA. Go to Courtside Heat. You're going to see it. There'll be a little pop-up for writers. What you got? I was just going to say, also in the podcast, on any stream platform, we're going to put the eBay and our contact like for history so they can just click on it. So you really don't have to do much. You can just click on it. That's right, that. guys. Historyproofs.com. You can buy through a secure platform like eBay. So if you don't feel comfortable in working with us and the registrar, we got to register with Namecheap. It's ready to go. But if you want to buy from eBay, we're down. We're oh, down. Yeah. Do it. We got five-star reviews on eBay. We got five-star reviews on Macari. We got five-star reviews wherever we go because that's how we go. Thank you for remembering. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, I want to remind you guys of a scam that I came across. Yes. If you're ever going to buy something from ESPN, please do not get to ESPN Plus for five bucks. Because I was going, it was funny, I was looking on there today because I was just browsing. And I saw for five bucks, they were breaking down the same exact conversation we just had about the small market teams. And you, they had maybe pay five bucks just to get the article and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I looked up this exact same thing. You go to SBNation.com, you can find the exact same thing. Go to NBA Sport, NBC Sports, or even come to us. It's all free. So don't be paying five bucks or stuff when you can just find it. Listen, all right there. None of those, none of those NBA analysts have anything of any value to offer truly over there. So, look, awesome stuff, guys. It was awesome to be with you. Anything else that you want to leave with the people? I think I'm good. You know where to find us at the mothership, courtsideheat.com. Don't forget, check your podcasting provider, Courtside Heat Overtime, coming out early part of next week. We'll see you on the beaches, slopes, and cruise ships of the world. Courtsideheat.com, everyone. Take care.